It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money presented by DraftKings. This is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles. Hope you're having a nice week as we welcome you back. Hour two on a Tuesday. That means, well, that means Josh Applebaum. Now, a couple things. One, Dustin Sweetelson, downtown Las Vegas, not necessarily Calvin Klein, because there's some debates going on right now as to what Josh is wearing. Uh, Dustin immediately said, what a look, pristine. He's wearing the suit jacket over a Hawaiian shirt. I consider Josh a good friend. I got to be honest. That's a disaster. Your your response. <laughs> well, Patrick and Dustin, I appreciate that. Yeah, but here's the thing, guys. You know, I only get to see you guys once a week. So I got to, you know, like, you know, spiff up my wardrobe. I got to impress you guys. This, by the way, I haven't worn it since the honeymoon, Patrick. So if you had seen me in Cancun after I was newly married, this is what I was rocking when it's like 90 degrees uh, on the beach. So it feels good. I'm just trying to wish the weather to get better, Patrick. It's still cold. I'm ready for spring. I'm done with winters in Boston. Well, it makes sense you wore it on your honeymoon because you picked it off off the bedroom floor. You know what I'm saying, Josh? (laughs) I know exactly what you're saying, Patrick. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's what we're talking about. Anyway, you can find Josh's articles over at vcin.com. Does a great job writing for us over there. Josh underscore insights on Twitter. Actually, there is something I want to talk to you about our live odds page. Let's have that discussion after the after the show. Um, Josh, a couple of things. Last night I'm watching College Hoops. And Alabama's down at the break. Then they come back. They just, you know, variance with their threes. Uh, Tennessee and Dalton connect down 12 in the second half. They come back against Auburn. South Carolina on the road. Like, every day crystallizes that there are 10-plus teams that can win this tournament. I mean, we had FAU and San Diego State in the Final Four last year. Wildness is going to happen this March. Yeah, I'm right there with you, Patrick. And again, I think if you haven't been paying close attention to college basketball, I mean, really, you're behind the eight ball at this point. But you still have some time because, you know, football is long gone at this point. You know, the Chiefs 49ers are way in the past. But this is your time to really focus and really kind of see which teams are trending hot in the right direction. I mean, remember UConn, Patrick, last year, you know, they're a pretty good team throughout much of the year, but they really gelled late. So I think it's these teams that really are putting it together late in the year. Like to me, Kentucky is a team that just feels Mm -hmm. like if they can kind of continue on the, the progression and the kind of the uh, the trajectory that they're going on. That could be a dangerous team. Uh, and you look at kind of the Ken Palm rankings here right now, Patrick, which I like to put a lot of stock into. I like to look at kind of what Ken Palm is projecting and then what the market is projecting and look for some value. I mean, they have Houston as the best team in college basketball based on the data analytics. They're, you know, number one in the country right now. Again, got Purdue two, UConn three, Arizona four. So to your point, I think this is not a huge, you know, I'm not going to say it's a wide open situation, but I think you could be looking at some teams that surprise you a bit. Uh, I jumped on UConn 15 to one, I don't know, two months ago. I, I, you know, I'm feeling good about the value there, but again, it just feels like this might be a year where uh, we have some really good teams, but others could surprise us. 
Josh, you're going deep into your college basketball bag today. Some adeds. So rotation number on the first up, 306-537. Wagner at LeMoyne, the Dolphins, okay? <laughs> the Dolphins are laying two and a half, hosting Wagner, and the total is 131. Yeah, so let me start off by saying, Patrick, I mean, you know me by now. I like to look at these obscure, sharp line moves. And what do I mean by that? I mean, like, you know, we're not looking at Nebraska, Ohio State, you know, Gonzaga, San Fran, USC, Washington State. I mean, those are the most heavily bet games of the night. Of course, I am looking for a reverse line movement, contrarian opportunities. But if nothing really, you know, jumps out to you in the really heavily bet games that are going to be on TV, go down the board a little bit. Because again, whether it's a Wagner-Lemoyne game or it's a Ohio State-Nebraska, if you can if you can catch a bet, it's going to pay you the same amount of money, the same kind of money that you can use uh, in other places. So my whole point being, Patrick, and I'm really glad you highlighted the Vegas rotation number, game 306-537, 306-538, because <laughs> these tiny little low bet games are the games that maybe the public doesn't care about, but wise guys have taken a liking to if you see a line move. So what I like about this one is Lemoyne, Patrick. I'm going Lemoyne on the money line here. They open at a pick em. This is a game that the public wants nothing to do with, yet we've seen Lemoyne go from a pick em. Even some shops, they were getting a point. They've now flipped all the way to minus two, two and a half. And when I wrote the sharp report this morning for VEASAN.com, they were minus one and a half, minus two. So this line has moved even further. That's what I really like, Patrick, when you have a line move in an obscure game where there's no buyback. Like in this situation, it's always been moving toward Lemoyne throughout the day. Now, Lemoyne has a bunch of offensive advantages here, better offensive efficiency, effective field goal percentage, big advantage shooting uh, free throws. That's so critical this time of year, especially in these tight games. They're 75% versus 71%. By the way, they're getting only 67% of bets, but 96% of the money. And, you know, I would say, hey, 67% bets, that's a public play on Lemoyne, right? No, even though 67% is a majority of bets, you got to remember, these aren't public bettors betting on Lemoyne. These are 67%, I would venture to say, wise guys betting on Lemoyne. So I took them on the money line earlier today, Patrick, minus 130. Ken Palm has Lemoyne winning by three. They have a good home road split, eight and three at home versus six and nine on the road. So I'm going Lemoyne here. Again, you don't have to focus on the big games. Sometimes the smaller games are just as valuable. That's a great breakdown, Josh. And I just realized something. It's all coming clear to me now. Hawaii, UC Davis. Is that why you're wearing the Hawaiian shirt? Are we doing shtick? I love it. So I hope I'm not jinxing myself, Patrick. The worst thing you want to be is a mush here. But uh, I actually like the other side with UC Davis. And maybe this is a bad <laughs> omen here uh, for tonight. Hopefully we'll, we'll overcome this uh, wardrobe faux pas here. But I do like UC Davis kind of for the same reason. <laughs> Another low bet obscure line move we open this game patrick um you open this game minus one and a half uc davis they've now been bet up to minus two and a half uh what i like about this one too is that it's a really good buy low sell high play with a line move so what do i mean by that both teams are 16 and 12 but hawaii's won four or five uc davis has lost four or five so if the aggies aren't playing as well and hawaii's playing very well why did the line open short favorite Aggies and become more of a favorite minus one and a half to minus two and a half. So I like kind of that buy low sell high value aspect with the sharp line move. They're getting 76% of bets, but 91% of the money using our VEASAN.com bet splits, which you can find on the VEASAN.com homepage, uh, which are really valuable in my opinion. But also you look at big defensive advantage, rank 122nd in the country versus 161 for uh, for uh, Hawaii. Ken, now, Ken Palm only has them winning by two. So in situations like this, I know a lot of bettors would say, hey, if you believe in the Aggies, lay the two and a half, which I get, save the juice. But I'm a money line short favorite favorites guy, Patrick. I would hate to see you lay a two and a half and UC Davis wins by one or two. So I got them on the money line a little bit earlier today, minus 135. And also late in the year, look for revenge spots. If you lose earlier in the year to a team, these college kids remember that. They want to get their revenge. They want to uh, get even with the team they lost to. You saw uh, UC Davis lose to Hawaii earlier earlier this year in Hawaii. So really checking off quite a few boxes here. I hope my shirt isn't kryptonite, Patrick. I'm going UC Davis, Moneyline. Couple of things. One, I like to call in UC Davis. Two, I love your outfit. I was just clowning you. Now, three, <laughs> Josh has got three plays today. You can find the third over at vison.com slash bets, and you can check out his write up on the games over at vison.com as well. Let's bring the big guy in because we're going to have a little fun with Josh here. So, now, Josh, before you answer this, the other day, Dustin texted me and Samich a picture. And it was four screens on the wall. Three of them had sports on and one of them had a show I had never heard of. It's called Love is Blind. Josh, don't say anything. Dustin Sweetelson, here's my question for you. 
Josh is married to Elise. Elise likes reality TV. You love Love is Blind. I've never heard of Love is Blind, but all I ever see is people talking Love is Blind. Now, the question is, do Elise and Josh watch it? Dustin, you're up first. Well, I'm looking at the VEASAN.com betting splits on this bet right here, Patrick, and you've got 100% of the money going on. Yes, they absolutely watch this show. Yeah, and I'm looking at the NFL draft odds, and it's like you got to lay a thousand to win a dollar on Caleb to go one overall. That's the odds. Yes, Elise and Josh are watching Love is Blind. We now turn to Josh Applebaum. Survey says you are both right, guys. This is a low bets, higher dollar, sharp move. I mean, there's no such thing as a locker guarantee, but this is a lock. Yes, we do watch this show. Patrick, I'm man enough to admit it. I mean, one thing I've learned being married, I've only been married, you know, since uh, since July 30th. But you got to keep the wife happy. And I'll be honest, I actually am kind of one of those losers that like some of these shows. Like I do like The Bachelor, Bachelorette. Love is Blind. I don't know what it is, guys. It's just like it's terrible, but yet it's interesting. And I think you can apply it to the betting market a little bit like you know what's blind covering up the names of the teams not falling in love with someone based on their appearance or their one loss record but looking at the line movement looking at the connection you may have with another person i mean this is off the cuff guys i'm impressed with myself that i just made a betting analogy from love is blind to uh to being a data-driven better but it is true we like to watch it uh patrick although anytime it's on Elise puts it on the main TV and I have to like tonight. I'm going to watch Hawaii UC Davis on my little iPad because Elise is commandeering the main TV. Let me just say this. I would never television shame anyone. If you think watching love is you said a loser. No, that's awesome. That's what everybody's doing. You want you want to know what a loser is? Dustin and Josh, I rewatched the Thomas Jefferson PBS a documentary last Ooh, night. I've already seen it fact. four times. I'm hitting the bottom of the barrel. Okay. So I could never TV shame anyone. Well, well, Big, go he, ahead. He was the original love is blind. Thomas Jefferson. His love was colorblind. <laughs> <laughs> Dangerous territory, Dustin. Hey, we're not supposed to be doing political stuff. Josh. That's on Dustin Sweetelson. I'd like to raise my hand and say that. Uh, Sweetelson, your quick take on Love is Blind? Uh, it's the best of all the dating shows out there right now. The ultimatum's not that great. Married at First Sight gives me like severe anxiety. There's something, as someone who is so superficial, that I love Love is Blind because they don't see each other and they decide to get engaged before ever seeing each other. They talk through a wall. I'm terrified if I ever got cast on the show because it's always good-looking people, I'd be on the season where they're like, we're going to put all these fat, ugly, superficial people on the show Stop thinking it. they're going to get a hot person, and then I get married with another fatty. That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable, Josh. That's not the way to go out. Dustin, He's always putting himself okay. down. Don't put yourself down. You're a stud, Dustin, and I would say, what would be your outlook? We got 20 seconds here. You hear that other voice, a, an attractive young lady. What would really get you excited about her, Dustin, without looking at her Good appearance? Question. She just has to like me. And accept, <laughs> accept all of this. Just a bare minimum. I honestly don't have many like character traits I'm looking for because I only look at what's on the outside. So I'm actually the perfect person for the show. Yeah. <laughs> Perfectly empty. We love that about you, uh, Dustin Sweetelson. Josh Applebaum, you're the GOAT. Literally, you're the best. Thank you. Beeson betting analyst at Josh underscore insights. Enjoy Love is Blind. Thank you, Josh. Let's go UC Davis. <laughs> Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher on VSIN, the sports betting network. DraftKings Casino is bringing you only the best. You got the classics like blackjack, roulette, slots, plus exclusive games you won't find anywhere else. Talk, you know, for example, I I like sitting down and playing some video poker. You can find everything over at DraftKings. Download the DraftKings Casino app right now and use the code VEASANSHARP. Now, this is very important. You want to jump on DraftKings and play some roulette? If you use the code V-S-I-N-S-H-A-R-P, new players using that code get an instant deposit match up to $100 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more. So if you use VEASANSHARP at DraftKings right now, deposit 5 bucks. You're going to get up to $100 in casino credits. That's VEASAN Sharp, only on DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Got you back here. We've got plenty to do. We've got Matt McCall. I'm going to break down the drama that's going in as far as what Brad Brownell, the Clemson head coach, said. We've got him talking about it, and really it comes down to the net. Now, the net consists of four factors, and this is what the committee, part of what the committee uses to figure out who they're going to put into the tournament, specifically the at-larges. Team value index, net efficiency, win percentage, and adjusted win percentage. I'll explain it in layman's terms after we hear from Brownell, who is hyping up his Clemson Tigers. Okay, so we'll get to that coming up in just a bit. Also, we have a good handicap on the Gonzaga-San Francisco game. I got Gonzaga right now as part of the last four in or potentially first four out. One of the two, a win at San Francisco tonight can help him out big time. Let's get to a family play vid. So we've got a murderer's row today. You heard from Mike Samich after he hosted Lombardi Line. We still have Tyler Shoemaker, Will Hill, and Alan Bell to get to. The choice is yours, Dustin. I think this would be a good spot to drop Tyler Shoemaker. What's up, Sharp Money? This is Tyler Shoemaker from VEASAN.com. Today, my best men's college basketball bet is Tennessee State plus eight and a half against Little Rock. I project this game more around three. Even looking at the last five games, I would make this Little Rock minus two. So we're getting a ton of value here at plus eight and a half. For all the rest of my bets, men's and women's, make sure you read my work at VEASAN.com. Okay, great job, Tyler Shoemaker. So he went Arkansas Little Rock, correct? He went Tennessee State. He went Tennessee State catching the eight. You could find an eight and a half in the market. So he made the number three. So you're going to find that's a big chasm, (laughs) five point value there. Yeah, Tennessee State. I'm actually going to bet that right now while while we're talking about it. Because if you have a sharp person like Tyler Shoemaker lets you know that there's that much difference in his number and what the books are showing, I just automatically fire. It's a so huge disparity. eight on Tennessee State. Take it at Arkansas Little Rock. Sorry, what'd you say? I said that's a huge disparity. It's a big disparity. It's a good way of putting it. Okay, so a couple of things. One, because I know everybody. On the planet, except myself, and trust me, I Dustin knows, I, I don't shame what people watch on television, trust me, for a multitude of reasons. But D- Mike Samich just texted us this because we asked us, 
um, Josh Applebaum and his wife, Elise, watch Love is Blind. Now, Dustin was flexing last Friday night. Not much of a flex. He was watching a bunch of basketball. And then in the corner, he was watching Love is Blind. But he kind of told me and Mike that he was more focused on Love is Blind. And then I retorted with a picture that I was watching the movie Elizabeth. Not great. Not a great look for a single man on a Friday night. I'm not going to pretend like it was. I'm not going to pretend. I'm not over here to pretend. However, Samich, who says he doesn't, this is very skeptical. He said, I don't watch Love is Blind, but this young lady said she looked like Megan Fox to a dude who couldn't see her. And he just picked, he just sent me a picture of Megan Fox and the lady that says she looks like Megan Fox. While I will say that the lady is very pretty, she very much does not look like Megan Fox. So this show is full of shenanigans. Yeah, look, not to give too much away, but I think everyone's being really mean to this young lady, and it's unfortunate, and I'm not going to be a part of that group. Uh, She was cornered. He said, what famous people do you look like? She said, I get it a lot, and she clarified and said, I don't actually see it, but people say it a lot. And they, she said, it's Megan Fox. He got excited. He heard that. He stopped listening to everything else every other girl said and decided to go with her. Did he clown her when he saw her? Is this a mean show? No, he definitely made a face. And I haven't gotten to this point yet. I've only seen clips that pop up online. And you could tell he's not into it. And I think that played a role in it. He also turned down another young lady who is a legitimate model hot because she said she looked like Megan Fox. Okay. The draft and the combine. That's the action right now. So today, defensive linemen and linebackers. Love is blind. That's the big guy. I think she's pretty, by the way. She is pretty. Uh, Tomorrow, the defensive backs and tight ends. Saturday, quarterbacks, wide receivers, and running backs. On Sunday, the offensive linemen. We've got some sound here from Brandon Bean. Because he was talking about moving up for a quarterback, a la what the Carolina Panthers did last year to move up to grab Bryce Young. Now, Merrill Hodge, who's down on Drake May, he's the one that told you C.J. Stroud is the best quarterback in this draft. And I don't even have Bryce Young as a first rounder. Carolina gave away pieces to move up to grab Bryce Young, of course. And the rookie season wasn't necessarily great. You got to give the kid a little bit more of a runway and you can go ahead and set up the clip. Yeah. And Brandon Bean traded up to go get Josh Allen. So he was asked, you know, a year later, looking back at what the Panthers gave up to acquire the pick to get Bryce Young. What are his thoughts on that package and what Carolina did? Um, I don't remember the full trade value of what they got to rate whether it was a good trade or not. It's one of those things if he works out, if you can get a franchise quarterback, if he turns out to be a franchise quarterback, it'll be a good move. I mean, we got criticized a little bit for how much we gave up for Josh. And I'm like, well, if he doesn't work out, I'm not going to be here anyway. And if he does work out, nobody's going to give it. And he dropped the <laughs> expletive. No one's going to give ass. You were fired up about that clip, but he didn't say anything. No, but. The whole point is get your quarterback. You have to get your quarterback. Whatever you give up, it's just like when people go, well, this team won a title, but the Rams. They won a title, but now they can't contend the following years because the salary cap is screwed up. All moves are justified if you win a ring. And in order to win a ring, you have to find your quarterback. So all moves are justified if you find the right quarterback. If Bryce Young would have looked like <laughs> C.J. Stroud, it would have been the right move. That's all. I thought it was a good well, clip. Well, 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 I mean, I'll respond. I'm not. Trust me. This And those that are watching or listening, this is just how me and Dustin fight all the time. I'm not being a jerk to him. But Brandon mm-hmm. Bean literally just said water is wet in that clip. I'll give you a retort. Does John Lynch still run the San Francisco 49ers? Uh, Is Kyle Shanahan still the coach? Well, that's different. They gave away the future for years to move up and grab Trey Lance. They still have a job. They just went to the Super Bowl. Everything you're saying is literally opposite. But they do because they found their quarterback. Now, the one they thought was going to be the quarterback ended up not being it, but they did find <laughs> yeah, but their the quarterback. Yeah, but the whole point of this was trading assets to move up. That was the emphasis of the video. All moves are drafting Trey Lance the way it went down, him not looking right the following year, coming back seventh round Brock Purdy. All moves are justified. Yes, but you said, Patrick, I got a great clip for you from Brandon Bean. He talks about giving up assets to move up to draft a quarterback. You just then followed up with, well, they got Brock Purdy. They drafted him last. I'm just saying, like, but because, look. I I look at, look at, look at, look at him, look at him. Just, I want everybody to, if you're on TV, YouTube TV and VEASAN.com, look, look at him scrambling. This is the face of a scrambler. 
Look at Steve Young at the D. Go ahead. Sorry. Feet are moving. Feet are moving. I catch my breath from that. I just love when you start to scramble because no, you get I, bitter. I had nothing You're there. You're bitter at me. I was going to do a very elongated like lead into what I was going to say, kind of like I'm doing right now where I don't actually have a plan for how this take ends. I thought it was a very endearing clip of a GM being honest about the situation. You take the swing, you go for it all, you find the quarterback, and you, you, you live and die with that decision. Wait, no, no. Don't, well, well, I'm sorry, but I have to come back at this. He's drafted a Hall of Famer five years later. He can talk like this. If he said it after he moved up, hey, if this guy doesn't work out, I'm going to get fired. That would have been endearing. He now is a Hall of Famer. It's easy to come back and say, I would have gotten fired. What's endearing about that? No, That's no, backloading. Well, no one would have heard of him. We wouldn't know who he was. No one would be quoting him. He'd be the director of scouting underneath a GM and an assistant GM somewhere. I think you're the best producer, regardless of television or radio, that I've ever met. Let's go back to the original premise as to why that was a great clip. Because a GM, he had good energy. I like the energy. Suggestive speaking. He might have sold me a little bit hard because he's a, an adult with gray hair who cursed. He said the S word, he Dustin. Cursed. Just admit. He cursed, and that got you happy. Yeah, and there, but there was a level of like advice to other GMs. Look, it's not that it's not that brave after you realize you have a Hall of Famer to say, "I'm glad I got that right." Or I never I said he fired. was brave. I said he was good. He came across no, well. You, you used the word endearing. Oh, he wasn't. That's brave and endearing aren't the same. Fair. Who brought their thesaurus to work today? I just I don't know a lot, but I know that much. I All definitely right, don't know why back. I thought the clip was as amazing as it was. It wasn't as good as I remembered. For being honest, that clip was disastrous. And then you backing it up with, well, again, you're going to get fired. And then I brought up San Francisco and you said, hello, they got their quarterback. And the whole entire narrative is he was Mr. Irrelevant. So what you're saying is Carolina should have waited last year to the last pick to grab a quarterback. Good job by you. Coming up next, the running back market in this year's draft. We've got it broken down for you. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, Sharp Money, right now, use that code SHARP and get an annual VSIN subscription for $199. It's usually $240, so you're going to save $41. Daily best bets, betting splits, upcoming March Madness betting guide, it's all there. VSIN.com slash subscribe. Again, I like to say set it and forget it because for 199 bucks, you get it for the year. You don't have to worry about it. You're going to go through, obviously, a full football season, a college football season, all the golf, everything we offer for 199 bucks using the promo code SHARP. vcin.com slash subscribe. We got you back here on Sharp Money presented by DraftKings. I'm Patrick Maher. He is Dustin Sweetelson. You broke some news during the break, which confused me a little bit. We're going to get to the running back market with Combine going on in Indy right now with the draft this spring. We've got plenty to do in college hoops. Matt McCall is going to be joining. We've got hockey coming up for you. Aaron Halterman is going to be joining. But you just told me Caitlin Clark is declaring for the WNBA. And that surprises me because the way that she's lifted college hoops, women's college hoops, it's become such a spectacle. It seems like she would stick around because she's getting paid so much in NIL. It's a more popular league right now, women's college basketball, than the WNBA. And she'd make more money on NILs than she would in a salary in the WNBA. I'm, I'm confused by that. And I believe Paige Beckers from UConn, made the opposite decision. She decided to come back next season because of what you're saying. She made so much money. Why go to the WNBA? The only thing I can think of with Caitlin Clark is this challenge has been completed. She averages 32 points a game, like eight assists, 7.4 rebounds. She's looking for something new, a new challenge. But why not utilize that, make the most money, get the most out of your college experience at Iowa, dominate again, add to that legacy? It is a little odd, but Maybe, you know, she is in Iowa. Maybe she's a little bored. Want something new? I don't think the I, but I well, the only thing I disagree with is the experience that she's done enough. It's like, yeah, but in one year she could go dominate the WNBA. So why wouldn't she get paid more to continue experience in college? Maybe it's because she wants her 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 records to be seen as natural and oh. not an added season. 
there's That's a, the only thing I can think of. Yeah, there's a lot of people. There was that criticism when he she passed the the last record that she did it in an extra year than the person right. before. Yeah, there's something to that. I I could see that, I but like, wh- why why think about what other people are doing? You're saying that? Yeah. Why? I, so I can, the person that constantly thinking about what other people are doing. Yeah, I can say it about someone else. I can't say it about myself. Like, there, there's a lot of people who are great NFL analysts on TV that weren't as good as the people they're talking about. Well, you know what other people do? They draft running backs in the first round, which is a disaster. Yikes. Let's talk about the let's let's talk about the running back market. We can bring up the quorum odds over at DraftKings. So, last year, Bijan Robinson, Dustin went eight, and Jameer Gibbs went twelve. Okay, only five in the past decade were drafted that high. Now, let me repeat. Only five running backs were drafted in the past decade, past 10 years as Bijan Robinson at eight. I can think of Saquon Barkley and then Jameer Gibbs at 12. So last year was very much an anomaly. And we've talked again. I think it annoys some people when you devalue the position of running back. I don't value it at all. And I mean, at all, unless and again, you know, Derrick Henry is anomalous where if you bring a Derrick Henry into Baltimore, remember, that is a very much solo type of back where you're not going to have him as a dual threat. Now, he can catch the ball out of the backfield, but he's not that guy. And then so, again, somebody like a Christian McCaffrey's a receiver, also a great runner. You know, if you have a certain type of offense, think about it this way. They have such a specific offense up in San Francisco. They use a fullback consistently. So if you run an offense that obviously values the running back position and his ability to catch the ball out of the backfield, maybe you can talk me into it. Jameer Gibbs, there's always going to be outliers. You know, Jameer Gibbs had a great year for the Lions, but I'll bring up A-Chain, Devon A-Chain with Miami, who Dustin told me about this morning. He said, remember, last year A-Chain was in the third round. So A-Chain, by the numbers, was better than Bijan. I would think I didn't even look up the numbers, but just from what I remember, because Bijan couldn't stop fumbling the football. A chain's numbers, yards per carry, yard, all of it was better. And Gibbs popped later in the year and was awesome in the postseason. I think a lot of people remember that. But Montgomery was the guy early and for most of the season for the Lions, for the most part, until Gibbs kind of got his feet under him. So Devon A chain, the kid they drafted out of LSU, Miami, I don't think they're giving him up. Right. I think if you gave him a choice, one of the fastest guys in the NFL. Go ahead. Dustin. In, in six less games, he had one hundred and seventy six less yards than Bijan. Six less six games, one hundred and seventy six less yards than Bijan. Bijan went for nine seventy six on the ground. That's four point six yards a pop four touchdowns. A chain in 11 games, 800 yards, 7.8 yards a carry, eight touchdowns. Yeah, and the point is, and we can keep repeating ourselves like Garrett Blunt. You can talk about Isaiah Pacheco. It's just not, you can go find a running back literally every single season. The Giants, their new brass, remember it was Gettleman that drafted Saquon Barkley two overall, and Shane and crew are now figuring out what to do, how to get away from them. I don't think they're going to franchise them. It'll be interesting to see what they do. Let's talk about the running backs this year, and will there be a running back drafted in the first round? The answer is unequivocally no. Okay, so let's be very clear about that. If you start adding up who the big name running backs are coming out this year and going to be in the draft this spring, Trey Benson, the workhouse, the the uh, the workhorse, who's a guy that can catch the football. He's very good. The kid out of Florida State. He's a second or a third rounder. And this is kind of giving you an idea, a window. Blake Corum, undersized. Dustin, you're a big fan of Corum. Very explosive. A mature runner. But he's a second or a third rounder. Jonathan Brooks out of Texas, dual threat, probably the most explosive back in the draft, second or third rounder. Uh, Estime out of Notre Dame, my guess is two or three. Bucky Irving out of Oregon, two or three. Braylon Allen, just 20 years old out of Wisconsin, maybe three or four as far as rounds. Will Shipley out of Clemson. I don't know. I'm guessing three or four. So the point is, last year we talked about how crazy it was when Bijan goes eight and Gibbs goes 12. And by the way, Bijan was picked eight and they fired their head coach. 
Like he was specifically given to Arthur Smith because Smith said, I can do a lot with that guy so much that I don't need to replace Ritter because I've got London, I've got Pitts, and you give me Robinson, I can cover up for the warts that is Desmond Ritter. That is the point. You can't make up for a bad quarterback. It doesn't matter how much talent you surround him with. So again, that was very much the exception, not the rule last year. Bijan Robinson at eight, Jameer Gibbs, Dustin at 12, only five running backs in the past decade had been drafted that high. Okay. So we do have some odds over at DraftKings on Blake Corum. Blake Corum's so weird. Drafting Blake Corum would be like buying a car that previously was a rental car. Like it's been beaten. It has tons of miles on it. You don't really know how it was handled by the people before you. There's a lot of wear and tear and a lot of unknown. Blake Corum. I can't imagine investing a second round pick on a guy that's had the knee surgery has he's had, but also has had the wear and tear of playing in that Michigan offense and getting as many touches as he has in college. Right now, who do you think's the favorite to get Blake Corum? His former head coach, plus 150, the Chargers, first shot on the board, and then there's a massive jump, plus 850, the Cowboys, number two, followed by the Ravens, 11 to one, Packers, 11 to one, and it just gets bigger and bigger from there. I can't, when you look at the running back position and what's available out there in this class, Patrick, Jawar Jordan from Louisville is there. Ray Ray Davis from Kentucky is an explosive athlete. Uh, Marshawn Lloyd, who you watch at South Carolina, was tremendous. I love Marshawn Lloyd. At Good USC. One. He was awesome. Dylan Laubs, the, uh, the kid from New Hampshire, who's getting all the pop right now. The Ali, the running back out of Marshall, had a great year last season. There are so many running backs that you can get third, fourth, fifth, sixth round that can make an impact. And the reality is, who's going to find a work? Why would you want a workhorse running back? Why not have three guys, keep them fresh, use them for their roles, and that way every game you can hit different teams different ways. It gives you versatility in your offense. The days of guys who are every down back just don't exist anymore. Tajay Spears, when was he drafted last year by the Titans? Third or fourth round? That feels he right. Four, he averaged four and a half a pop. So essentially he was B. John Robinson. I, look, people get so bitter at me. And I'm t- this is coming from a person... A, not even favorite football player, by far his favorite athlete, favorite human that's ever lived is Barry Sanders. Okay, Barry Sanders, you can have your conversations about Jim Brown, and that's where the conversation stop, stops. Barry Sanders, the greatest running back that's ever played in the league, okay, outside of Jim Brown, because you get electrocuted if you don't say that. Remember, he played lacrosse too. Barry Sanders, the greatest runner that's ever done it. He won one playoff game over 10 seasons. One. And that's when running backs were premium. That's when running backs mattered. That's when it was centric, focused on the position. Now, some of that has to do with the futility of the Lions, but it's also just the position. Don't value it. I'm serious. LeGarrette Blunt, he won two Super Bowls as the leading rusher on two different teams. Three positions you can't draft in the first round. Running back, punter, and kicker. <laughs> I think, think you're right about that. Unless you're Al Davis. We, we've, got, we've got next year's Heisman odds up. Next. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. 
I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, DraftKings is hooking you up. It's pretty simple. Just go over to DraftKings, and this week on DraftKings Sportsbook, new customers can deposit $5 and get a no-sweat bet. Up to $1,000 in bonus bet if your first bet loses. So download the DraftKings app and use the promo code VSIN, V-S-I-N, when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. I, a lot of times we'll just de- do these reads like kind of in a rote manner, but I want to encourage you, if you haven't signed up, these bonuses are few and far between. So make sure you take advantage of them because you can turn the bonuses into a lot of money. It's the best way to put it. There's that's just factual. So make sure you get over there, download the app, DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. We've got a ton to do. We're going to have Aaron Holterman on in 14 minutes. He's going to talk hockey. He got a full slate in hockey today. He's got college basketball as, as well. So we're looking forward to that. I've got to take on Gonzaga and San Francisco tonight. The Zags need it because they've got St. Mary's to close out their regular season schedule. We've got Matt McCall from the field of 68. Matt's great. Coach McCall, Chattanooga, UMass. He's going to join us in the final hour. So we've got a ton to do. We're going to stick with the football for now and then wrap up with hockey and college hoops in the final hour. Big guy, it's time for three-point stance, or is that what we're still calling it? Yeah. Hut, hut, hike. Ready to go. Hut, hut. Let's go. Some news coming out of the NFL Combine where Steelers GM Omar Khan met with the media, and his quote was, he has, quote, full faith in Kenny Pickett for this upcoming season, which is never a good sign when a GM just comes out. Kenny Pickett? Yeah. There's a better chance Mason Rudolph is the starter in week one than Kenny Pickett. Oh, I agree. Like, without a doubt. No, no, 3-0 no. as a starter. Teammates already supporting him. It's not going to be Kenny Pickett. No, it, honestly, I can assure you. If it's either of them, the whole offseason was a failure because you look at that entire roster, they are a quarterback away. Kenny Pickett absolutely was holding them back. It should be Justin Fields. Oh, did you see? And I loved hearing this. So you know how there was a lot of speculation. The rumor was Caleb Williams made $10 million in his final two seasons at USC. And when you saw the apartment he was putting up on Insta and flexing, it it ain't a surprise. And you know what? People get bitter about it. I say good for anybody that can get cash in life. It's just money. And why not? Why, Why are we all so jealous? Like, that is awesome. These kids are getting paid. It's a different landscape. It's a different world. It is what it is. So apparently he got now the figure is 10 million over two. So 5 million per Dustin because of that, he's got some flexibility. You know, you saw it with John Elway. You saw it obviously with Eli Manning, where when people weren't rich, they were still calling their shots, right? Not wanting to play for the team that drafted them or giving the team a heads up. Well, we're not going to come to you. There were rumors that Caleb Williams was not interested in going and playing Chicago. Yesterday, he said, if Chicago drafts me, I'm going to be fired up and I'm going to be excited to play there. And if the next team drafts me, I'm going to be fired up and I'm going to be ready to play there. If he needed a vocal declaration, you got it from Caleb Williams. And I do believe the number jumped from minus 900 to minus 1,000 in the market after he said that, just to give you an idea how the narrative shifts. Yeah, I think, look, there was a lot of talk when maybe there was a chance during last year when things were going poorly for USC. 
you know, his camp, his dad came out with the quotes to GQ, remember, about all that stuff. And that's when all yeah. the rumors started circulating. I think once we got into the offseason, it was very clear he was definitely going to be the number one overall pick. I think that matters more than where he ends up being the best, the number one prospect in this class. So that's why I think the, the tune has changed a bit with Caleb Williams. Some news on that, though, coming out of the Athletics' Adam Johns. He says, quote, all signs are there in regards to the Bears drafting a quarterback number one overall. And it's been abundantly clear over the first few days of the combine. The Bears are ready to draft a quarterback and move on from Justin Fields. Yeah. Obviously. And by the way, we were just talking about Pittsburgh. You know, I, I said all along, I think they're, I don't know what the number is right now at DraftKings on Pittsburgh. They're your third betting favorite, but I don't want to quote a number. Uh, that is a team that I think Fields would be great with. I also think he'd be great in Atlanta under the dome. Go ahead. Yeah, no, they're actually behind the Bears, which is so weird because obviously if he's, he's not going to be a bear, he's not going to be a bear. I think that's pretty evident at this point. The, the fact that the odds still of the Bears is number two on the Justin Fields board is crazy. I want to say it was around four to one there, 450 for Pittsburgh to acquire Fields. I agree with your assessment, though, but I just want to point that out. I've always felt the Falcons were the best fit for Justin, but the best fit for a team would be Pittsburgh going out and getting Justin Fields. I do think his running ability in that offense with Arthur Smith in the AFC North, especially when it's cold later in the year, a la what Baltimore does with Lamar Jackson and playing ball control, I think there's a, a spot where he goes to Pittsburgh and he takes them to a completely different level as a And contender. by the way, when we're talking running ability, Dustin, we're not talking like he's a good runner. He's behind Lamar Jackson is maybe the second best runner I've ever at the position. And Mike Vick. Okay, Steve. Yeah, there's a couple. What I'm saying is he's in that conversation. Oh, Lamar Jackson's up here yeah. and everybody else is behind him. And that includes Mike Vick. But Justin Fields is a complete difference maker with his feet. So again, system specific. And if that's what Atlanta's having conversations about right now in their front office, I'm fine with it. Yeah, no, they're both great fits for him. The difference is, I think, next year Pittsburgh contends in the AFC to win the whole freaking AFC. And I don't know if Atlanta does that, but they probably win the NFC South. Uh, some other news coming out of New England, Foxborough. Multiple sources telling, I believe it's from Mark J. Daniels, uh, the Patriots have a plan in place to reshape their QB position. Here's the plan. Sign a veteran. Draft a quarterback at number three and potentially sit the rookie if need be. Mac Jones will also be on his way out of New England. Free agents that he listed to watch, Jacoby Brissett, Joe Flacco. They both have connections to the new coaching staff in New England. And according to his source, it's still expected that they will trade Mac Jones. So Mac Jones will so not my, be a Patriot. And Mac Jones is gone. And that's more of an attitudinal thing, right? Yeah. He's gone. Uh, Zach Wilson's gone from the Jets. The Jets said, go ahead and trade yourself. By the way, that Jets general manager still has a job that drafted Zach Wilson. Fair. However, Dustin, here's what I would say. Go to DraftKings right now. Sign up for a bonus. And the third overall pick, Drake May at plus 150. Drake May is going to be a New England Patriot. Oh, yeah. You heard it. Sharp money. They're, they're not trading out of that spot. Gerard Mayo's waited to be a head coach there. They're going to take a quarterback. They're going to ride with him, and they're going to try to fix this thing over the next two seasons, hopefully contend in three. First non-quarterback selected over at DraftKings, by the way. A huge, and I don't think this is even the, too long of a number. Marvin Harrison Jr. is minus 650. Part of that. Your second betting favorite, Malik Neighbors. Malik Neighbors. Let's be very clear here. Will not be drafted ahead of Marvin Harrison Jr. He's seven and a half to one. Go ahead. And part of that is how the draft falls. Chicago at one, obviously quarterback. Washington at two, obviously quarterback. New England at three, obviously quarterback. That brings us to four in Arizona, where they're tied to Kyler Murray. He looked good last year. All of a sudden, you add Marvin Harrison Jr. into the mix, takes things up a notch. The only thing that can mess things up is if someone trades up for that spot and reaches on a quarterback. But that would be like J.J. McCarthy. So I don't see that happening. Uh, I agree. What else you got? Uh, some other news around the NFL here. Let's see. Brock Bowers said he's undecided whether or not he's going to work out at the NFL scouting uh, combine, saying it's just a personal decision for him he's very clearly the number one tight end in this class he can only lose his value i think if he tests and tests poorly 
And by the way, they'll have pro days. The guys that aren't going to be working sure. out, they'll have their own pro days. So I've got Brock Bowers in the market over at DraftKings right now. Favored to go to the Chargers at two to one. The Chargers are drafting five overall, to your point, right after the Cardinals. The Colts at six to one are your second betting favorite for Bowers. And the Bengals are eight to one as your third betting favorite, Dustin. Uh, some other news I want to throw at you real quick, not related to the draft. The Colts are saying that they're going to franchise wide receiver Michael Pittman Jr. if they can't get an extension done by the March 5th deadline. That's per Destin Adams. So they're going to franchise tag and hopefully work on a long-term deal after that. Here's another one, a player who was franchise tagged or is expected to be. Chiefs cornerback Legereus Sneed. Sounds like they're going to be working on a trade to get him out of town and get some picks or some prospects back. Tony Pauline, who we had on the show a couple weeks ago reporting, the Chiefs are preparing for life without Sneed. So they've already they're going to franchise him. So there's their permission from his camp to seek a trade right now. Here's what the the Colts there. Here's the conversation in the Colts front office right now. I can't believe we gave that extension to Jonathan Taylor. Well, yeah, because they don't need him, especially two. you mentioned Zach Moss. But the other part, Shane Steichen. Shane Steichen, look what he did with Philly. He knows how to create a run game, and he has a quarterback coming back with Richardson where it's going to be very easy with that RPO system. They could fit anyone in there back there in that backfield, and they'll do well. Big news. Caleb Williams and his crew are walking around the NFL Combine right now. Impressions coming out of Indianapolis, a little bit taller oh! than people presumed. I think... I thought you were going to go the other way. A little bit taller. People are saying he looks closer to 6'1 than 5'11. Oh, big difference. Oh, huge difference. Interesting. Okay. NFL news, obviously, the draft just dominates. But when we come back, college hoops, NHL, we'll go to the ice with the plus money prints. Aaron Halterman, Sharp Money, presented by DraftKings. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 